to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? It is the Real Nostalgia Podcast coming to you live and direct from Southern California. Uh, what's going on, guys? I think it's our first episode, our inaugural episode, if you will. Yeah, first one for the second time. <laughs> for the second time, or like fourth time, if yeah. you're looking at it in a macro sense, this is like our fourth time trying to start a podcast. And we've started podcasts before. We've got, we have like a we probably have like a whole cl- uh, closet or like bank full of like podcast a whole hard episodes. drive full of them. <laughs> <laughs> We probably could do a podcast feed. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, We're starting a new podcast. Uh, Basically, it's about reminiscing. It's about uh, me and Ruben going back and reminiscing about one of our favorite jobs. Uh, Our time as movie ushers at uh, Regal Cinema in Southern California. Yeah, so pretty much the concept's going to be like, we're just going to tell stories of the past during that time. And then kind of catch up with each other each week. Since since uh, we're all on lockdown right now because of the the COVID, you know, like regular typical heteronormative cisgendered bullshit. <laughs> hey, bro, no politics, dude. <laughs> you know, you need more. You need more Latin X kids in your life. There's Latinx. two of them right here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to flag everything. I'll try to flag everything. <laughs> Get canceled on our first. Uh... First episode. I'm a progressive. <laughs> Ruben's a conservative. Oh, oh, hey, it's it's not a it's a bad word nowadays, dude. <laughs> We're gonna get canceled for saying conservative. We're gonna get flagged for saying conservative on our pod, dude. <laughs> Oh, God damn it, bro. But yeah. So yeah, basically, like Ruben said, every week we're going to be basically like a normal podcast shooting the shit. And then we'll be talking about one specific topic or one specific story that like relates to our time when we worked at the movie theater. Um, We had a we have we have a plethora of stories, if you will. Yeah. Like this one time there was a shooting outside the pod. I'm sorry. We just made a trailer. So I had to say that line a few times. Yeah, you might. If you guys listen to the trailer before this, and you'll definitely know what we're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we like that was one of our favorite jobs. It, it was uh, when we were younger, and looking back on it, there was no responsibility with that job, and it's one of the easiest jobs. So like, we always look back on it with. Uh, it was fondness. crazy, dude. I still can't believe like how it went down. You know, like it was yeah, just insane to me that when that... you're movie when you're working at a movie theater, it's kind of like you're left to your own devices because the theater is like there's constantly shit to do at a theater so they kind of like leave you your own devices and like yeah, it was like our own, own playground stuff. just to run around and go crazy yeah and then you're dealing with all kids that are like seniors or like freshmen in colleges around that age so like anywhere from like 18 to 21 and they're basically yeah there's like 20 of you guys on a friday night like <laughs> fucking around it's 20 19 year olds that are just ready to party bro <laughs> Go ease yeah. the juice. Oh, yeah. Let's munch on some grindage, bro. <laughs> so a little bit right now before we start. Uh, obviously, we're in COVID times. I don't like dating the podcast, but we are in COVID times. So like it's a, it's a bit of a struggle right now because we're doing the podcast remotely. So like if I say like, what was that? <laughs> it's not because like I'm not in front of Ruben. It's just that like things cut out right now. It's a little bit harder. It's a little tougher. Yeah, to there's a little podcast. delay. Yeah, like. We, we, we've, like we said, we've tried to do podcasts before and we always would just record in the same room, but right now we can't do that. So it's a little tough right now. We could get like these, like those bee suits, like the beekeeper suits. We could do that or we can just go like, like every other podcast that films and like put up big ass pieces of pe- plexiglass everywhere. Really? Yeah, dude. And then just let the spores climb over the plexiglass and into our lungs. And then we <laughs> each get COVID from each other. Hell yeah, brethren. <laughs> it's COVID party, dude. I need to go get tested for the antibodies. I wonder if I like have antibodies. I haven't even checked. I need to make an appointment. I think I got the pro bodies. <laughs> I got the hard bodies. Got the hard Ooh. bodies. Dang, dude. I got the dead body antibodies. <laughs> All right. So anyway. Uh, we're doing the podcast remotely. Kind of sucks, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> Ooh man, I make myself laugh. I got the stale bodies. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going, dude. I'm gonna do it, bro. I don't care, dude. Right, I don't ahead. care, keep, bro. Keep going, I don't dude. Care. Keep it going. I'll be back. <laughs> I got the dad bodies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, I gotta stop. All right, uh, wasting time. 
So before we get into the podcast and like this inaugural episode, because this in this episode in this episode we're essentially going to be like introducing you guys, introducing you guys to us, and also talking about how we I guess got hired at the movie theater. Yeah, like I guess our interview, like how it went down in the interview. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we've already. All right, before that, mm-hmm. yesterday, when, wait, was it yesterday or two days ago? Yeah. When you were watching The Host? It was like two days, two days ago, right? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So, I, so, so let's just get into it. Let's just yeah, jump let's into it, it, baby. So I, I've always, I wanted to see that movie, and I totally forgot about it. And then Mitch just, you know, texted that he was scared to use a restroom or something. So, yeah, what Ruben's talking about is there's a movie on Shudder right now called Host. Uh, not The Host, but it's Host. And it's a movie that just came out, I want to say, two or three weeks ago. And it's like one of the first true uh, pandemic horror movies or COVID movies. It's about a group of girls that essentially do a seance on Zoom. And the whole movie takes place during the duration of a Zoom meeting and on Zoom. Which is yeah, cool dude, that movie is that movie is pretty cool, man. The way it, like it, it used like all like the I guess the features of Zoom. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, I was like, I'm still... I have I didn't thought about it until you brought it up, but yeah, that movie scared the shit out of me. When I t- uh, when I saw it right after I saw it, I didn't know if Ruben had seen it, so I texted him, and like, bro, it was one of those things. Like, I heard somebody else talking about it. They t- they were talking about it last week, and they were saying that it reminded them of the Blair Witch Project, and like the sense that like after they saw it, they felt the same way. Yeah, and so that made me want to watch it. So when I watched it, I was like. When is gonna be any good? And it's like one of those movies. It's like super rare nowadays to when you watch movies at home. That when you start watching it, you just like put your phone down, and it's like I'm in. Like oh I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm glued to this screen, you know. Yeah, you yeah, know so, it's 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 rare for me to get Mika to watch a horror movie. And then yeah. I told her about it, and I was like, it's only like an hour. She's like, all right. And then she had her phone out for a little bit, and then yeah, she put it down, and she was like, all in. Was- uh, yeah. <laughs> and it plays so well because like it it takes all the tropes of like what bad horror movies do or what horror movies do that that's not necessarily bad but it's like a waste when you're trying to make like somebody pay attention to horror movies so there's like really no backstory it's just like you know these you don't like know the types of personalities until shit starts happening because it's like all how they react to the shit that's happening so it's pretty cool when you think about it yeah it was it was pretty scary i mean it was i, I liked the majority of it i liked but there was a couple things about it i didn't like but um, i didn't know that sam raimi produced it i did not know that either that's cool yeah, he produced it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. After the, I was a little spooked out. I had to go lock all my doors and make sure everything was closed before bed. It's exactly spooky, how I dude. I had to go to the uh, kitchen at night, and when I walked in there, bro, I was like turning on all the lights, and I was like, "Did somebody just like walk past me?" That shit was freaking me out, dude. Like, <laughs> That's how it was after watching uh, Paranormal Activity. Yeah, the same way. Yeah, the, the same Blair way. Witch Project really fucked me up because when I was younger, my sister came home and she said that she had went to bed and that she heard somebody knocking on her window. And when she looked outside, she saw the like twigs. Yeah, and so she was like freaking out and i was like what so that made me want to watch a movie and i didn't watch the movie until like uh, a year or so later and like i just remember being like yeah i shouldn't have watched this fucking movie being the freak the fuck out <laughs> yeah i remember my um my parents dropped me off at my aunt's house and they want to go watch the movie and i remember they came back and they had barf bags with them and they're like oh yeah before they before we walked in they gave us barf bags and do that as a kid that blew my mind like my, my imagination went wild right yeah so then finally um probably about a year later too like all my cousins were over and then they were like yeah let's watch the Blair Witch so we uh-huh. put it on and like everybody fell asleep except for me <laughs> I was freaked out dude dude that that's probably like that one and the the Exorcist are like my two like scariest movies. the Exorcist is my all time scariest favorite uh, scariest movie but that's because my sisters traumatized me they had like a fucking sleepover and they were like oh Mitchell go watch it and at the time <laughs> I was like fucking eight years old and they like fucking sat me down and I tried to run away and go to my room and they're like no and they were like because all their friends were laughing and how scared i was yeah so they like made me watch watch like maybe 30 minutes of it before my parents were like what are you doing like <laughs> <laughs> you're all crying that already. Tra- traumatized me that shit traumatized me so much that there's that parody of that movie demon in a blue dress i think it's called or it's like the leslie nielsen he made a parody of it oh yeah 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 and that shit scares that shit scared the shit out of me when I saw it. Yeah, that's like uh doesn't she like vomit and just keeps going and going and going? Yeah, and I remember it was like he was like uh like I just remember one specific scene where he first like beats her. He thinks he, it's like they play it like he's on the set of Price or Price is Right. Like he sees her and then he like runs down the stairs like to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, that the movie The Host was really fucking good. I really enjoyed it. I'm sure we're gonna you, get a lot more you, like it. You didn't like about it? 
Oh, I, I didn't. Yeah, was, some of the stuff was a little like, um, well, like the girl put the baby powder or whatever on the floor. That's like straight out of oh, Paranormal yeah, Activity. Yeah. Very gimmicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't like how they showed the face of like the demon or whatever. What do you mean? Yeah, like um, there's a couple scenes when they oh, show the black the face. face guy. Yeah. I did, oh, I, you didn't like that? I didn't like that, no. It reminded kind of me like, of like Insidious. The, like the jump, yeah, like that. It was kind of like a jump scare when they show that guy's face. I don't know. It, it just, got me both times, man. Yeah, the scare was cool, but it just kind of like it cheapened it a little bit for me I because the face didn't look cool. You know what I mean? It didn't look like it just looked like a generic demon face type of thing. I don't know. It just I thought it would have been cool if, it, but I don't know. It's like it's one of those things where it's too high concept. Like if they never like showed his face because it's like digital. So like oh yeah, it was like like you couldn't see his face. But I don't know. Yeah, be, yeah, um, because like it was cool with showing like the legs. You know, like in the attic. Like, I got yeah. like that, but like when when they started showing the face i didn't really but it was still mm-hmm. it was still pretty scary yeah so that's, that's good cool. i recommend it yeah, yeah i'm sure we're gonna get a lot more dude a lot more zoom facetime movies well then the, uh, there's the other one she dies tomorrow and that's basically like a covid movie too but that's like based on it's not like a zoom meeting it's like a real you know movie yeah yeah and i'm gonna try to stay away from that movie it's yeah a little too, a little too a little, weird for uh, me panic inducing it's not as bad spooky. as like ghost story it's nowhere near as bad as ghost yeah, story, i haven't even seen ghost story dude because after you, you said what? i haven't even seen it yet yeah, I, would, I, I want to want to watch it again, but I'm afraid to watch it again. That shit made me have a panic attack in the theater, bro. <laughs> I had a panic. I had, I had panic during uh, the green room. Remember that one the with Anthony uh, I, I didn't have a panic attack, but I had one of those things where you like you feel it. You like you know when you see like a cut or something sometimes, yeah. and you're just like, oh, like you just feel it. Like when they cut that dude's belly open, I was oh, like, yeah. you could. Uh, that was like yeah, that part with that where that guy got his arm all slashed up when he. When they he was reaching to get to, or give him something, and then they grabbed his arm and just started stabbing it. Yeah. Uh, that one, that one got me. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. So but, uh, besides besides the host, uh, how, how are you doing in this COVID world? Uh, the usual man, just hanging in there. Uh, it's hard a to lot get of used books, to, huh? A lot of movies. Um, the usual. Um, it doesn't help that works like super gnarly still, and there's like no end in sight. I mean, I guess it does help because it's just like a routine. Yeah. And then since there's nothing to do when you do get like a day off, it's like, well, wouldn't I rather just be at work, just like being busy than Getting being paid. stuck in my room, you know? So yeah. I don't know. Other than that, it's like the same. It, I feel like it keeps extending, you know, like before it was like, oh, it would be three months only. And then it just now it's turned to six months and it's still there's no really end in sight. But yeah, it's hard. It's like hard to keep positive, to you know. Year, bro. Yeah, I keep trying to be like, "Oh, it's just a temporary. It'll end soon, and then we'll go back to normal." But it I'm keeps hoping, going. like, right after the election, they're just like, "Oh, we have a vaccine," and you're just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we got the cure. It's zinc. It's been zinc the whole time. <laughs> zinc and hydrochlor. What is it? Not hydrochloric. Uh, hydrochloroquine. Xenadrin. Uh, oh, xenadrin. <laughs> remember those? Remember those pills in like in high school? The like diet pills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fenfen uh, or fen? What is it? Fen? Not fentanyl. No, xenadrin. Oh, remember oh, okay. they were like diet pills. They were like had caffeine in them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, like uh, fucking dying. Like, like Jesse from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yes. They were like, yeah, it was like caffeine pills like that. Yeah. Like, I think she was on Adderall. I don't remember what she was on in that episode, but she was just on caffeine pills, dude. She was drama. She was on diet pills. No, caffeine pills. That's all it was. Oh, she was. Yeah. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah, I, I know, drink dude. Bolt cola every. I bo- jolt cola every <laughs> day, bro. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, it's like same old, same old, bro. Yeah, just trying to get through it. How about you? Same, same thing, dude. It's just uh, working, being home. Um, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day, man. You know, like it's either a work day or a stay-at-home day. Take care of the of the baby. It's just yeah. like you know, there's no, there's nothing going on. You know, just the same thing all the time. It kind of, it's weird because it makes it like the days go by fast, but then it like it goes by slow. But then when you look back on it, it's like, oh shit, it's been four, like, four months, thirty five months. You know, just I kinda... know, I feel the same way because it's like I work such long hours at work right now. Yeah. But then you're like, somebody reminds you, it's like, yeah, we've been in this shit for like six months, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Do the crazy yeah. thing, man. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, so we haven't hung out, right, for like six months. Yeah. And so I yes. I had a baby, and like when we were hanging out, like she was just so small. All she did was cry. You know what I mean? She was just like, you feed her, cry, she changed her diaper. That's all she was doing. Yeah, she wasn't even walking. She wasn't walking or nothing. But dude, like since like we stopped hanging out, like she has a personality. You know what I mean? Like she's like yeah. she's she's crazy, right? And like it's it's like now I feel like I'm raising like a little girl. But before, like I I didn't feel that way. I was just trying to keep a baby alive. You know what I mean? It was like an it. <laughs> yeah, it was like an it. Like, an I organism. Loved it. I loved it, but it was still like an it. You know what I mean? Like she didn't really do anything. She just 
But yeah. now it's like I hang out with her now, you know. Yeah. And it's so it's so crazy to me that like none of my friends like know her because yeah. they just know they know of her. But like you know, it's just really weird to me. Yeah, like because we haven't hung out since you know like since so long, so you haven't even really like hung out with her or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trip. Because yeah, one of the last last time I hung out with her, she was just like a baby, baby. Like yeah, just like, feed me. Yeah, it's feed me, burp me. It's a sack of potatoes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like weird, like. It's weird seeing how people react to all this shit. You know what I mean? It's very weird. And, and especially now, since like that shit's affecting me personally, it's like very weird. I get like, I find myself like getting very angry at people. I could see that, man. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, I don't know, like we were just talking about the, the brewer thing, like how all the LA brewers are like, well, we want to open up and operate just like a restaurants mm-hmm. are. And like my whole thing is like, I don't even want you guys to op- open up or operate. Like, I don't even want restaurants open. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I get this, I get, I get what they're saying. I get everything, but for me, it's a little hard. I don't know, man. It sucks for everybody right now, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like I get where you're coming from. It just makes me angry because it's like, you know, when you're personally affected with that shit, it's very real. And so when when people, which I know they're just trying to survive, you know what I mean? They're trying to keep their business afloat. When you yeah. see them like respond with stuff like that, it makes you a little like, come on, man, like. You got to help the bigger picture, but I get it. I totally get where they're coming from. You know, it just sucks that our government has failed us. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh it's, God, it's crazy, bro. dude, like all the people that don't want to wear masks. But today, dude, I was at Starbucks and uh-huh. um, I got in the drive through line and this dude, he pulled up with his truck and he got out. He was like, a, I think it was like a gardener because he had like gardening tools on the back of his truck and yeah. he didn't have a mask on and he went to the window and they just closed the window on him and they're like, yeah. no, you can't serve you don't have a mask. Yeah. So whatever, that's, that's fine. That's the rules, you know? So then he went back to his car and then somebody walked up to him and be like, oh, what do you want? And they went and got him the coffee and yeah. then they gave it to him and he drove out because he, he seemed like, you know, something was up with them. Yeah. He wasn't all there, but anyway, so then that happened and I was still in line and this dude... Dude walks in, like he had like a gym shirt on and like he was like all buff. And he had no mask. And then the girl served him. He went to the window and like she just straight up like served him. I was like, damn, dude, that sucks. Like, like you know what I mean? It's like weird how this everybody's just so like to their own. You know what I mean? It's like to there's no standard. It's weird, you know, because it's like not being there. Like the first thing that comes to my head is like, I don't know, like maybe the first guy they didn't want to serve him. And then like when people are so bold, sometimes you're just like so afraid, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, I guess I'm going to serve you. Like what, you know, like instead uh-huh. of like turning into a bigger thing, you're just like, all right, whatever, dude. Just like, you know, like maybe that guy had, uh, had, if he was like ballsy, he would just like went in and was like, nah, you need to serve me. And they're just like, <laughs> what? You know, like, yeah, well, I don't know. The, the, the second guy that got served, he was a lot younger, like more of their age. Yeah. You know what I mean? The other guy was a little bit older. It was just weird. Yeah, it's very weird. It's a very weird sexist time, out there, dude. What? It's a bunch of sexists out there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, brethren, here we go, dude. This is it. Red pill popper. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching The Matrix too much, bud. I know, man yeah man it's it's wild it's a wild and crazy time we live in right now but yeah i mean i i hopefully we get through it hopefully everything changes hopefully everything works out i pray that everything works out bro because i find myself like well i find myself like getting tired of it like i it's funny you do see yourself like man i do want to go party like those people but yeah you know, it's like, uh, it's only temporary. You just got to keep telling yourself it's only temporary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not permanent. You know, it's crazy, man. Like, I so I, I miss, like, being in a concert, like, in the crowd. Yeah. Like, I remember being, dude, like, just drunk enough where you're, like, like in, in the center of everybody. And then, like, the music is hitting you right. You know what I mean? And you're just, like, just, like, part of the wave of the motion. Dude, like, that's, yeah. like, how long is it going to take to get back to that, you know? Uh, That's well, crazy. I think by the time that venues get open like that, it'll be fine because yeah. those are going to be like the last things to open if they uh-huh. ever open again. You know what I mean? So like with concerts and stuff like that, I think that's totally different because like there's going to be so many like protocols and everything like that put in place now. Yeah, because everybody's singing, that, you know, to, along. And so that's like, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like, I don't think that those will be like the last like theaters will open before. Yeah. Uh, concert venues definitely just because like you said it's just like body <laughs> like yeah, everybody's sweat on you yeah yes exactly sweat spit everything it's like fluids just in the room and you're like stacked on top of each other like sardines so yeah but like i do miss fucking concerts bro. yeah man I definitely took that for granted i know today i just like got in my car and just like drove because i just didn't want to be here i was just like yeah you know what i'm just here so like 
when I told you I was like shopping like earlier, yeah, I went to go, I went to go drop off like clothes, like do, uh, I had clothes that I had went through that I was dropping off like at like a Goodwill. Uh-huh. And then after that, I was just like listening to the podcast and I had like an hour left on the podcast and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive around. And so I just like drove around basically all around the area <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, came back home. But yeah, I mean. This place, this uh, COVID thing just plays with you, bro. It fucks with your head, bro. Uh, it's too real, brethren. Yeah, too fucking Pretty real. Um, yeah, so let's talk about, essentially, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about regularly on this podcast. So we're going to be talking about our job as movie theater ushers. And for the layman, what does a movie theater usher do, Ruben? They make sure the theater's clean. By the time the new set of customers come in to watch a movie, yeah, that's, that's essentially that's pretty much all it. we did there. Uh, when we our, just when swept the we, shit under how the long were we there? Do you remember? Uh, three years, maybe. Three, I say. three maybe or three four years. years I three or four say, years. Right? Yeah, around there. All a right, lot of it's so, a lot like a lot of timelines for me are blurred. Is like just one big hazy line. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I don't know. Three or four years. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> and we got there like either our senior year in high school. Yeah, so it was, it was our, we got hired the summer going into our senior year of high school. Okay. And yeah, we were there for three or four years. And it's like, like Ruben said, your job is basically to clean theaters. When we first started, that's all it was. And by the time we, we were almost quit, it changed. It was like by that time, uh, they were like, nah, you got to go fucking like go sell candy or whatever concessions. Like if you're not working, you need to go yeah. up front and sell, sell shit. So, Things change, but essentially, we got hired. Uh, you don't know the exact date, like that summer. No, I don't know. Oh, two thousand. We graduated in 05. Yeah, so, so it, was it was like oh four. Yeah, it was oh four. I would say maybe July oh four. Oh yeah, yeah. It, was, it was right before like the big July summer blockbusters. So maybe at like, okay. the end of June. All right. So basically, this is this is the gist of me and Ruben's story. Me and Ruben have known each other since the third grade. Yeah, third grade. Nah, uh, second grade. Me- Second grade. Me and Ruben yeah. went to elementary school together. We went to middle school together. And then we went to different high schools. And so this podcast is kind of important because when we separated in high school, we met back up because of getting a job at the theater. Yeah. So I've known Ruben for a fucking long time. <laughs> <laughs> we knew each other when we were younger peripherally. Uh, we knew each other like closer in elementary school. And then when we went to middle school, you know, things kind of like separate when you get older. Yeah. You start getting a little bit more cliquish. And so we we knew each other. We've always knew each other in middle school, but we didn't hang out in the same friend group like we did when we were way younger. Because when you're in elementary school, you just play with everybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And then we separated in high school and then we met back up again uh, when we got the job at the theater. Yeah. Which is very odd. <laughs> I know. And very weird. Yeah. I remember getting, I came, I came, I moved over here in uh, second grade. Uh-huh. And I remember like coming into our our elementary school like halfway through the year. Dude, that shit sucked. I hate it second grade. Really? Yeah, I had like a horrible teacher. Oh shit! Was, like, really I, so you didn't go to Grove Center for your first grade? No, no, no. I I was going to. I was in uh, Monterey Park. That's where I used uh... to go to school. Yeah, Monterey Park, and then I moved to West Covina in second grade. Okay. Okay. Totally different, dude. Because like Monterey Park is all Asians, right? Yeah. And then, like, everybody is nice. Everybody has manners and stuff. And they come over here to West Covina. And this is, like, total different chill school, the, dude. Chill out, bro. Exactly. You're wild animals. <laughs> you are the we, same dude. fucking tax bracket, especially back then, bro. It was a oh, bunch God. of wild animals, man. <laughs> I wasn't used and to then it, I didn't, I didn't go to elementary school. I I went to parochial school before. <laughs> I went to fucking Catholic school at Ball Park in BP, baby. Oh, I went to, I went to Catholic school, too. Saturday, yeah, Saturday school. Sa- you went to where? Saturday school. Saturday school in East LA. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they told you. It was that's what they told you, bro. They just nah, dropped me just off. They didn't want to take care of you, bro. I yeah, know, dude. That's all it was. <laughs> the nuns used to beat us and stuff, dude. Oh shit! Sucks. Yeah, and so we essentially met back up at uh, the theater. So me and Ruben have like a super long history together, and then essentially all of our friends from that we met at the at the theater we're still like in contact with, and those are our like super close friend group now. Yeah, um, and we'll yeah, get into much, that. Dude, that's uh, like, like my or, that? for me at least, like, my closest friends are from the theater. Like yeah. I have because even if it, if it wasn't like if they weren't hired at the theater, they were like involved with the parties. You know what I mean, and all that stuff. Like yeah. they knew everybody that I worked with. Like yeah. my friends from high school, like they were like involved with everything that we were, like we were doing. Yeah, it's pretty yes. crazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh shit, that was like super yes, random. Sir. Yes. Yes, uh-huh. sir. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, so me and Ruben got hired at the theater and we met at our uh, orientation. But Ruben kind of wanted to talk about uh, getting hired in the process there because I don't really remember any. Do you? Do, like, I don't remember that. Do you? Uh, a little bit. I, I, I remember um, you said that this is not your first job, right? No, this wasn't my first job. This is either what you my do, second or What did you do before? You sold what chiclets? Jobs did I had before? So some chiclets? No, nah, I worked at the library and then I was a tutor. And what else did I work at? How early? Early, early, early. Nah, so just the library and tutoring. Uh, when I got to. Um, when I got transferred during second grade, there was a kid in my class that was selling gum and like candy. And um, he had a, he was like super like, a, I think he he was, he had he just came from Mexico or something like, and uh, <laughs> and he was like selling candies, right? And dude, every, every, almost every other day, he he would get chased around the classroom by a certain student. And like he would steal his candies. And our teacher didn't do shit. It was just like total chaos in her class. Do you remember? I don't even want to say her he name. Was but... stealing candies? Yeah, no. Somebody would steal his candies. Oh, okay. Like he was selling them, but then some dude would chase him around the room and like push him and steal his candies. And he would eat Got them it. during. He would eat the candies during class. And our teacher just <laughs> didn't give a shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's G shit, bro. Getting all, right, all the kids fucking hooked up on sugar, selling know, like dude. sour punch straws for like twenty five cents each. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's squiggles. Fire, some squiggles. Uh, what were squinkles? Squinkles, yeah. Squinkles. Squinkles, yeah. Okay, so was this your first interview for a job? Or? No. <laughs> no? Uh, the library was kind of easy. The library, like, uh, I went and I, I started volunteering, and then they offered me a paid position after the first summer I volunteered there because they liked me. And then so I would come back, and I was just like a – I, get, I don't know what you would call me. They used to call me just a library assistant, but I was just like a gopher, like whatever they needed me to do. A lot of the days I was just spent like like uh, putting back books that people like, you know, when you used to go to a library at the end of the, the aisles, they used to have like the cart where you just put oh, all yeah, the books. Yeah. And I would just put those back. And then I'd never worked the counter. I would just put stuff back. I would go buy them like lunch, the people that worked there, lunch, <laughs> shit like that, like random oh, okay. tasks. I'd read to the kids sometimes when they had like the shit on Saturdays and Sundays or like I would like work the table where you had to sign in shit like that random ass shit. And then but the my, my first job when I was a tutor. Yeah, I had to get interviewed for that. Yeah. And then uh, I worked at I'm trying to think I feel like I felt like I had a job in between there but maybe i didn't maybe i just worked at the movie theater after that but i i do remember the only reason i wanted the only reason i got a job at the movie theater is because my cousin told me to work there because i was getting tired of tutoring oh okay and my sister was my my sister my cousin was just like oh go apply at uh the theater like i know the 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 manager there just like on the on the application write my name like write my name and say that you're my cousin and i'll talk to him because he's like she was like we went to school together we went to high school together and i'm close with him and so that's why how I got old is she right now? You know how old she is right now? <sighs> She's as old as my second sister, so I want to say thirty-seven, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Okay, so yeah, we're 35. so we're thirty-three. Thirty, you're thirty-two. I'm thirty-three. Correct. So about five-year so. difference from our general manager. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. The manager dude. that that's, that's wild. That's like a manager that watched the whole theater. He was in charge yeah. of the whole theater. So so we got hired at seventeen, and the whole theater was being ran by a twenty-two-year-old. That's nuts, dude. <laughs> that's that's right that's right that's totally right because i think at the time we found out he was like 24 later and we were all like we all thought that was so old yeah because we yeah it's true (laughs) that's wild that is wild man yeah all the managers were around that age except i think selena selena was older but not that much older she was probably our age now working yeah probably like in her early 30s working as a manager yeah but yeah so i remember getting hired uh i remember going through the interview process there like i remember i filled up the application they called me and said can you come in for an interview and i came in for the interview and went upstairs and then i started talking to todd our manager and he's like good giving you the typical like oh why do you think you would be a good fit here shit like Uh that yeah and then he's like oh so you know uh, your cousin's adrana and i was like uh yeah he's like oh man i'm like i love adrana that's that's my friend dude we went to high school (laughs) together this and that and i'm like acting stupid like i didn't know yeah that they were that close but my my cousin was like bro 
just put your name on there. You, I, I guarantee you'll get the job. I was like, what? So yeah, <laughs> I went through all that, and she was like, all right. He, I remember him specifically saying, well, if if you're Adriana's cousin, then I know you can't get. I, I know I can't go wrong with hiring you because uh, you're you must be a good guy. And I was like, dang. It's one of those moments where you're just like, huh? Was he <laughs> did <laughs> were him and my cousin romantically involved? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, at the end of the interview, I knew I had the job and I don't know if he told me then or we got a call and they told us to come back in like a week with a white shirt and black pants. Oh, okay. That's I remember. Yeah. My interview was pretty, it was pretty sketchy, man. That was my, that was my first job and my first interview, you know? And I remember I had like, I think I had like my cousin as my reference. Like it was, <laughs> it was like, I don't know, like I had no experience. So I, yeah. I remember going in there and then just like getting caught like in a lie about my my past ex- my job you know experiences. Why? Then, what did you put down? I don't I don't remember, but I I put down I were oh you know what my cousin used to work at CVS, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I, I put him down as a reference, and then somehow yeah. I forgot what it was, but she caught me like I didn't work there, but then she yeah. still had him as a reference or something. I don't know. But I just remember like leaving that interview being like oh, I didn't get it, yeah. and then I remember going on vacation that summer and then like coming back and like there was the the job offer was on my you know my voicemail like at home like our <laughs> job answer offer. machine Chill out, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was dude i i could have declined it you know i could have been like nah <laughs> i don't feel like it you know but i went for it oh, you're shit, lucky i did funny. bro you're lucky i did we wouldn't be here right now <laughs> okay <laughs> I forgot you birthed me as well as being my friend. I forgot. Yeah, man. I made I made Mitch. <laughs> I mean, I made who you today. I made you the man you are today. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember we did that. And then, so like this whole time I get interviewed, I don't like, I'm not talking to Ruben. I don't like, you know, we don't go to the same high school. So when you're in high school, that's totally different. That's like, yeah. When people say you develop your friends or whatever, like who, what type of person you're going to be essentially. So we get, I get a call back for the orientation. I remember, I remember walking in the theater. I remember getting there hella early and being like, fuck, it's too early to walk in. So I like waited right till when the start time was. And I walked in and I was wearing my white shirt and my black pants. I remember walking in. And then I just remember we had a break area that was on the second floor of the theater. And from that second floor, you can see the whole entrance, the whole lobby, everything. And I remember walking in and I seeing like a bunch of people up there. And then I was like, it clicked in my head like, oh, so this is like, there's a bunch of people that just got hired. And then we go up and then you do that thing when you're like young and you don't know people. You just kind of like, kind of like look around, like, uh, I guess like look people up kind of thing. Like uh-huh. <laughs> you kind of like, um, I don't know what's the word, I'm, the word I'm looking for. You size people up. And then so I went upstairs and all of a sudden I see you sitting down at the table that's right by the banister and i was just like wait is that reuben and so i remember going up to you and being like reuben and you were like mitch (laughs) (laughs) and it was just like what like i remember being like so nervous and then in that moment being like oh fuck there's somebody else here that i know you know and little did i know that that was like so that's so uh, serendipitous like that's so that's crazy when you think about it now uh it was that did i have like a folder and was i like sitting on my hands you know like fingers crossed just like all like i just remember you were sitting there like but the, we had those tables remember those like two chair tables and you were just sitting right there and you were like right next to the the gold railing that's all i remember vividly and i remember saying like what's up to you like i said and then i don't remember really in detail what happens after that i just remember it. i remember recognizing you being like, holy shit that's ruben and then i just felt like all right well i'm just gonna stick with this guy because i know this is the only guy i know here like you yeah. naturally do like most yeah. people do and then yeah i remember i remember that day we went downstairs and they gave us our shirts and then they took us like on a whole tour and i was i think it was led by billy of the whole theater um, and I remember them going outside and then them, he trying to be him trying to be cool and be like, yeah, this is where all the people make out. You're probably, you guys are probably gonna have to kick people out here. You're just like, uh, all right, whatever, man. But I don't think we really did anything major on our first day. Like it was just like a lot of like show and tell. Yeah. It wasn't too much. It was just, yeah, like pretty much just going through the protocols, I guess, of how to clean a theater and 
Because I remember we, we sat do. they after I met met you up there. We sat at like they had put a bunch of long tables, and we did all the paperwork. Everybody did all the paperwork. Yeah. And then they basically went into like job details of like what we got. We all got hired as. Yeah. So do, now, did you ever have like? Did you ever want to work at a theater, or was that like it just because your cousin? Um, I mean, I wanted to work at the theater, but it wasn't like oh my god, I need to work at a theater. Yeah. Like I was really into movies by that point. Um, I was definitely more into music oh, okay. at that point. You you know what I mean? But yeah. I did like, it's weird because I've always been the guy. I've always been the guy that's been to super, super into movies, but like, you don't realize how into movies you are until you start talking to somebody who doesn't care. Oh about yeah. Movies. Uh-huh. So like, yeah, it'd always be the friend that like brought up weird movies and shit like that in high school, but people would be like, oh yeah, I've never seen it. And so like when that happens, the conversation just kind of shuts down. Yeah. It's not like, oh yeah, the annexation of Puerto Rico, <laughs> and then somebody's like, the annexation of Puerto Rico, and you start going on like this long diatribe about little giants. It's not like that, you know. It's just like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. And you're just like, oh, okay, <laughs> end yeah. of conversation. Yeah, that was like but, my my Hail Mary application. Like I was, I really wanted to work at a movie theater, uh-huh. and, and so then I applied, and like that, like that was my first you know application, and um, yeah, dude, I was just so excited that I got you know like that's like the job I got. It was really happy yeah. to work at the theater it was cool because it, it it exceeded my expectations you know in the long run yeah i didn't know it was gonna i was gonna enjoy that that move the, that job as much as i did yeah i mean like i said my my dad's huge movie buff and so that just generally general general generationally got passed down to me so yeah like i said i'm always been into movies but that wasn't like my primary focus until basically i met you you know and we started hanging out and i was like wait there's another guy that's like nerds out about movies as much as i do and there's another guy that knows way more about like specific movies than i do yeah yeah whenever you meet somebody like that you're like your synapses just like like fucking go off you know but yeah i remember the first day is that we did orientation and then they walked us around the whole theater, like the whole theater. We went from like upstairs to outside to all the way around the fucking theater, the trash compactor, everything. And then he walked us to the concession stand at middle right. So what is that? Like, I think theater seven. Yeah. yeah right there. Seven. And he just showed us everything, how they did everything. There was no like real training or anything that day. It was just kind of like. This is everything, you know what I mean? This yeah, and it was do. like that for I, I think like the first like the first weekend. Like we just worked yeah. with that group, you know, the group of people that we were hired with. And yeah. then after that, it was like, okay, you did the first weekend, like we showed you everything. Now you guys are off on your own, you know, like. And then that's when we got thrown into with the other ushers and the other concession, you know, like everybody got thrown into the other coworkers. Now yeah. I remember, was it hard for you to adapt? to everybody else like out you know because we really kind of had like a little bit of a bond and then they kind of just threw us out there and like now we're just like the new people so it was kind of like for me it was a little weird you know just being thrown out there because i've that was my first job so i didn't i didn't have any idea how everything worked you know like you know me like any hierarchy whatever (laughs) (laughs) so so for me that was a little weird trying to adapt to that you know that new environment you know that new situation that we're in yeah. But what about for you? Nah, for me, it was like, uh, I remember being nervous every day. Like any any new job you have, you're nervous. I don't know if, I, this is how I am with every new job I've ever had. It's like, you're nervous until you understand what your job duties are. You know what I mean? Because you don't know what you're, you don't know what to expect every day you go yeah. in. So you don't like, know what they want from yeah, you. Yeah, I remember being like nervous, but I just remember being like deathly afraid of girls, all the girls that work there. Because I was just like, mm. oh my God, there's so many hot girls that work here. And yeah, it's just like one of those things where I got to be cool. I got to be cool. I got to be funny in front of these girls. Uh-huh. But with the guys, nah, I could care less. Like I had found the you and Michael. If you weren't there, it was I was either hanging out with Michael. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we were all we all kind of had the same mindset. So I never really felt like weird or anything. And then the other thing that we haven't said is that like a lot of these people that worked at the theater, we all kind of knew either through like school or like peripherally through school, like friend groups and stuff like that. Yeah. Like we've seen them before, you know, or at least, yeah, because yeah. it's a local movie theater. So like our town isn't that big. Our city isn't that huge relatively compared to major cities. So it was like, yeah, a lot of the people that there's only like what two high schools, three high schools in the whole city. Yeah. About three high schools. Yeah. And there's only so many middle schools when you break that down. So it's like, you kind of know everybody, you know? And if you didn't know somebody, somebody you knew, knew that person. So, yeah, when we got hired there, like, a couple of guys you knew, some of the guys were a little bit older than us that we had went to school with, so it was just kind of like, oh, okay, 
kind of just like fall in line. But I don't remember. Do you remember specifically like us us getting trained for our job? Because I just remember kind of getting thro- thrown into it. No, we we're just thrown into it. They just kind of showed us around. Our training was was that pretty much, you know. And then yeah, we just got thrown into it. They just had the other ushers train us. I felt like we got more training for concession when they started making us do concession later on than we did as ushers. Because ushers, it's just like fucking one guy goes with a broom, pushes everything to one side, and you just sweep it up and throw it in a trash can and yeah. do that every row until you're down to the bottom of the theater. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one couple of theaters in and you already know what to do, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they just threw us in with that. Yeah, I went. Um, the job was pretty simple. Like I said, it... It could get hectic on days when it was really crowded because just because when you're an usher, it relies so much on timing. Like so many theaters can get out at the same time or you can just have one theater, one uh, showing get out every 30 minutes. And when that happens, you're just like chill because you have essentially 25 minutes, 30 minutes to clean the theater. Yeah. But when like Friday night rolls around, they're trying to make as much as much money as possible. So like showings are stacked. Yeah, like, the, like Meaning, that gap, that gap closes in, you know, like the, the window of like you have 20 minutes before showings. It goes down to like 10 minutes. And now you got to like really rush to get those theaters cleaned out. And you're talking about sold out movie theaters, you know what I mean? And so what? These are like 200 seaters, 300 seaters, and you're just cleaning up shit all fucking night. Yeah. And people have no fucking at the theater. People have no... uh no inhibitions they just like throw sh- you find like the most random fucking shit working at the theater thrown well, on the ground like yeah because eating. it's like also like i feel like people feel like that's included in their ticket price and they just like leave their shit there anyway just because like oh someone will come and get it you know yeah. what i mean like, like it just feels like people do that because they have paid such a high ticket price so they're just like fuck it i'll just leave all my shit here because somebody will do it for me I feel you. I like feel a lu- like yeah, that's like the luxury. You I know, know when I, mean? I was younger, my dad always used to make us fucking clean it. Like, yeah, before we here. left, we never yeah. like maybe maybe my dad brought in peanuts, which is like the worst. <laughs> but he always used to grab all his trash, like his cups and everything. He used uh-huh. to throw everything out. You know what I mean? It was super rare. I don't know because nobody enjoys cl- nobody enjoys being an usher. You know I did. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was dude it was like it was easy things, you like, know it's not like everybody just, wants to become an usher that's not the goal in life it's just like that's a part-time job when you're younger you know yeah and so yeah i mean it's funny it's very funny it's uh it was a a, a cool job to be to have when you were when you were younger but yeah um, no it's crazy because like what for else? me for me at least like uh this job was like kind of like a, a coming to age you know what i mean job like i feel like i didn't really like experience like life like that until I got hired there. You know what I mean? Like I was just kind of like just minding my own business until I got hired there. And then it's just like, oh shit, all uh, this is available. I can see that just because we had like so many uh, gnarly things happen while we're working there. Yeah. Like uh, milestones and shit like that while we were working there. A lot of shit happened at this job because those were like, yeah, basically our years of becoming young adults. Because it's like you said, it's like four years. So you're there from like 18 to 22, 18 to 23. It's like. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like like high school was like not too exciting. You know what I mean? For me. But then like. Yeah. But that that side of it, like that, my job life was way more exciting than my high school. Like, you know, my high school life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, like nothing much was going on in high school. But like I feel like at, at, at our job, like that's where like we had the parties. Like we hung out with. I feel like I hung out with like my work friends way more than like high school. For, you know what I mean? Like. When I first got hired, when I first got hired there, I was hanging out with my high school friends way more, because I remember you guys would do shit, and I would just be like, "All right, I'm gonna go to my friends," and I would be driving to my homie's house in Chino Hills, where we'd just be getting stoned and playing poker. (laughs) (laughs) Playing poker. (laughs) That's all we did. We used to play hold'em all the time, get stoned when we were younger. Like it's like seven of us, and just get stoned and fucking listen to hip hop and play fucking hold up dude <laughs> he's playing some playing bones what most what most kids from the ie do that's why fucking underground hip hop like stays living forever and fucking the ie that's why they're gonna save underground hip hop <laughs> <laughs> oh that makes me laugh because it's so true right, yeah, so so, I mean, so be- before this episode's over do you have a memorable story like uh, that, that involves us story like one that's not going to give away too much shit. A memorable story. A memorable story. Um, oh, I got one. Oh, you could think. Of I one. can give you. The, I can. I can give you the story. Um, so, as you guys are going to learn, uh, I'm probably not the the greatest guy. I, I don't get along with a lot of people. <laughs> it, no, 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 no. People don't get along with him. That's 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 what it is. 
Yeah, you know, I got the Scorpio vibes, dog. Either you love me or hate me. And if you love me, I'll be loyal to the death, bro. But essentially, people, some people find me a little uh, brash or uh, they say I come on a little too strong. Or my pet peeve, they tell me I'm weird. Hey, bro, don't tell anybody you're weird, bro. You're not weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward to we were working there, I want to say like a year, two years. And uh, there was a younger boss and he didn't like me straight off the bat he did not like me and like ruben and all of our friends used to be like dude you're tripping like everybody loves yeah. this manager what are you talking about like nah he's a good guy like he's cool with us like they, they they acted like they didn't see it and so this one incident happens we go into the theater we're cleaning it's like a gnarly day like a friday or saturday and he's in there and i don't like this guy and at this point i don't give a i don't give a flying f about this guy like I could care less about this person. I just ignore him. When I don't like you, you're dead to me. So it's just kind of <laughs> like I'm just doing my job, cleaning up. Typical Scorpio. And so this, what was that? I said typical Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy proceeds to like start cracking jokes with everybody. He's like being chummy chummy with all the workers there. And like that's fine. Do whatever you want. But I'm just going to do my job. And so like I'm doing my job sweeping. And so he says like a joke or something. And all the guys start laughing. And then he zooms in on me or like pinpoints me and sees that I'm not laughing. And then so he fucking antagonizes me. He goes like, hey, Mitch, you don't find that funny? And I'm like, nah, man, nah, I don't think it's that funny. He's like, oh, really? You don't find it funny? And then he announces to everybody, oh, look, guys, Mitch doesn't find it funny. And I'm like, bro, like I just snap back. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, I do not care what you think right now. <laughs> and like he just straight up goes like, all right, Mitch, uh, good. Uh, I Can I have you go to door? You're going to be working door for the rest of the night in front of everybody. And everybody just kind of looks at me like, wait, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and like door is the worst job or it's a job we didn't enjoy because you're just stuck at the door on a Friday for six hours ripping tickets. Yeah, you just, see your, you just see your place. friends you walking, you're in the, walking along. You're in the, the, the purview of like your manager. You're like, they can see you. There's, there's nowhere to hide. So like, yeah, I had to go to fucking door. And then I remember after all this shit goes down, everybody starts coming up to me one by one. And they're like, damn, bro, that fool does not like you. And I was just <laughs> like, bro, I've been trying to tell you guys this. The fuck you mean? Yeah. That's a story right there. Hey, yo, fuck that little prick, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys never go along after that either. Nah, not at all. So I have a, a memorable story. Go me for and, it. Me and Mitch were, were kind of like hopeless romantics for, for, uh, for, for a little bit of time. And then we had, um, I remember like we were driving around and we were like, we got to do something for these ladies that, that were, <laughs> right, that we were talking to or whatever. Oh, brother. And I remember we, we had this idea and we drove Let me like. Just, wait, 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 wait. Pause uh, the story, okay. right? I wasn't talking to. I thought I was talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> little did we know, Mitchell was not talking to anybody. <laughs> I was I wasn't gonna bring that part up, but uh, all right. go for it. All right, so we're I remember we're driving like all over the place, and we're like, we gotta get this, and like we gotta find like a big card, and like you know we're trying to like gather these packages together to deliver. We were trying them. to make like little like Valentine's little care packages. I don't yeah. know if it was Valentine's. We were just trying to make like cute little packages for these girls. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I think we uh, we delivered. We got everything together. We delivered yours, right? And we're like, all right, yeah, cool. We like high-fived. We're like, let's go deliver the next one. And um, we, show, <laughs> we, 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 we show up, and uh, this girl lived in a, an apartment. And uh, there was like this gate you had to like get buzzed in, you know, to go in. But then we were like, we don't want to call them because we don't, we just want to like put the package on the door and then like leave. We want it to be a surprise. Like a surprise. <laughs> so we're like, shit, how are we going to get past this, this gate, you know? And... Um, we were like thinking about it, and then Mitch was like, "Fuck it, I, I got it. I'll climb over the gate and I'll open the the, the door on the other side." I was like, "All right." <laughs> he he starts climbing up, and he like loses his balance at the top and just tumbles all the way down. No, that's not what happened, bro. No? That's not what happened. So this is what happened, right? That's, like that's how I remember said, it. Like Ruben said, we were delivering the packages. We were good on package one. So we went to package two, right? And like Ruben said, you had to get buzzed in. So my dumbass was like, fuck it. I'm gonna jump around I'm gonna jump around the fence and then I'll open the gate. So I get on this wall that that is perpendicular to the fucking fence or the, the door. So I get on this wall and I start walking. <laughs> and as I'm walking, Ruben goes up to the gate and opens the gate. <laughs> 
And he's like, hey, it's open. Like, you don't have to climb <laughs> over. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, what an idiot. And as I'm coming back to get off the fucking the, the fence that I'm on, I put one foot on the ground. And this fence went along the staircase. And as I'm getting down, I put one foot on the ground. And then I'm about to turn around and get my other foot. And as I turn around, my foot gets stuck in the stair railing that was right next to the wall. And I fucking tumble down the fucking stairs. Yeah, long story short, me and Mitchell ended up in the hospital the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go pick him up because he couldn't drive because he had a cast on. I had a what fucking you, broken you, wrist, bro. Broke I broke my wrist, fucking huh? wrist, bro. And I had to fucking... You think you think when you break your wrist, you think, you know, oh, yeah, you, you see the movies, you're just going to get like a those casts that go up to your forearm. It's like, you don't know how much you fucking <laughs> lose your wrist. I fucking got like a whole fucking arm all the way up to my fucking armpit. From armpit to fucking wrist. So, yeah. How long did you have that on? Like the whole summer, huh? Yeah, I remember when I took it off, I would like... Because they only had me work door because I only had one hand. <laughs> and so sucks, the whole time dude. I was like, fuck, this sucks. And then I remember when I took it off, my arm would just naturally be in the same place as like the, the splint or the cast or whatever. So I'd be like walking around and my oh, okay. arm would be bent. It took a while for that shit to get normal. Yeah, so but that's, yeah, those that's are, a memorable story. Those are the me. kind of stories you guys are coming back for week after week, brethrens. Yeah, well, the girl I was delivering to, I ended up marrying. So that was cool. Yes. <laughs> And we don't have to get into my situation. <laughs> one day. One day. The next episode is just like therapy session for me. <laughs> oh, fucking Ruben, dude. Right, when he well, has the fucking knife in you, he likes to twist it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be fucking bleeding out right now if my emotions were a weapon. Oh, my God. Damn, dude. That's some good emo lyrics. Taking back Sunday or what? <laughs> My chemical romance. Oh hell yeah, dude! All right, well, uh, hey, that was pretty good. We'll end it there. <laughs> yeah, what a way to end a podcast. Uh, yeah, so this our this is our first episode. Hopefully, you guys stick around, enjoy it. Hopefully, you liked it. Uh, and hopefully we can be dumbasses more on this podcast, and you'll enjoy it more. Hopefully, it's not as serious as this first one was. Um, yeah we had to like kind of yeah. set it up you know what's that we had to like set it up for this first episode you know we had to set it up and i felt like the covid shit was a downer but hey you get what you get <laughs> <laughs> that's life right now <laughs> thank you thank you thank you yeah. <laughs> and so yeah i hope you guys enjoy it um uh, hopefully you guys hear it next week and uh, rate subscribe like the podcast whatever the people say at the end of podcast Use our code, uh, Real Nostalgia Pod, for whatever sponsorship we don't have. <laughs> I got the sponsor right here. Don't do it, you son of a bitch, dude. Here he goes. He wanted to play this all. This is our, 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 our first sponsor right here. <laughs> <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Yeah, that's right. They haven't paid us yet. We gotta like, we gotta wait for the check and then we'll we'll mention them. Mac Weldits. We're working on Mac Weldits. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get our Blue numbers chew. straight first. Blue Chew. <laughs> Uh, but yeah hope you guys enjoy it uh, see you guys next week later guys later bye